Welcome to the AgroCast, agrogamer.com's official podcast. I am your host, Michael Camacho. Here with me is Ben Wynn, Brian Bentley, and David Becker. Um, this is the final episode. I know we've only done one before, but uh, to wrap up E3, um, it is finished, and we have seen quite a bit. Hopefully Ben doesn't get back here in time. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> in the background is Jamie. Hi. If you can hear her. And sick as a dog still is Andy, probably in the bedroom, ready to yell, fuck you. No, not this time around. Okay. I still say wake him up, but anyway. No, I'm just joking. No, because I want this podcast up at a decent time tomorrow. Ooh. <laughs> I said it. Um, so yeah, yesterday I think we left off where we had seen Activision and APB. So we're gonna move on from there. Um, anybody want to talk about what they saw during the show floor on day two before we head into day three, like the rest of day two? Just well, there was uh, the Beatles rock band, which Brian already wrote up an article about. So if you want to take that out, take on that. I mean, that's your plus. It also got video. Yeah, definitely. Uh, check out the video. But um, no, Beatles Rock Band, I, I think it's going to be really, really huge. I mean, obviously, it's the Beatles. But um, they've really made a couple of, of small improvements that have really made a difference uh, in the game itself. Like, uh, for instance, um, if you have the game paused, it does the countdown, 3, 2, 1, before it starts the game up again. Um, they have added harmonies, so you can have up to three microphones. Um, and, the, you know, the, they, you, and basically the vocals help each other out so it's not like if if the lead is struggling the harmonies can help pick that up and you can still make the uh the awesome role in this would be fab um, <laughs> what it's true so it just lets you suck as much as the beatles did back then oh, oh you are you are cruising a very very small line here <laughs> but no, I mean, like the the game is really fun. Uh, definitely check out the article on aggregamer dot com. Um, you can even see uh, David and I uh, up there on stage. So it was uh, it's a lot of fun. You're you're really just going to have a lot of fun with this. Just that that's really boils down to that. Anybody else? Anybody else see anything yesterday they would like to talk about? I'm trying to think of what. No, I already talked about uh, DPD yesterday. Um, well, I saw. Muramasa, the Demon Blade for the Wii, yeah. and um, I gotta say that was an awesome game. I just like uh, Brian here. I wrote up an article on it, so I'm not gonna talk too much about it because like to get you guys on there and read it. It's it's a 2D side-scrolling action game done by VanillaWare, the same people who did Odin Sphere on the PS2, and the game is gorgeous. The graphics pop out at you. The background scenery. Had a lot of work put into it, and I thought the way you attack is done very well. You can use the basic attack by just basically mashing into A, or you just hold A down and you move with the analog stick on the nunchuck, and you fly around that screen. I mean, I was taking guys out with ease. It felt like I had been playing this game for months. So I think the uh, I think just the buzz on the show floor is just that. This has really become the sleeper game of the of the of the entire mm-hmm. show. Yeah, I know. Um, um, Justin, aka Pseudo Pseudo from Pwn, said 
he was told by Philip Kohler that he had to check that game out, and he went and checked it out, and he liked it a lot too. So I think it's definitely one of those, and it, it was one of my favorites to play out there. Um, now you saw God of War three? Was it yesterday? Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw God of War God of War three yesterday. I actually got to sit down and play the entire demo. Oh, sorry, that's David, by the way. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. I actually got to play the demo through not not one essentially one and a half times because I got halfway through and their menus screwed up and restarted everything on me. But um, essentially, if if you've played the God of War games, it's the exact same controls with a few extra features added in. Uh, the graphics, to me, look uh, much much more crisp. More um, there's more detail. Like when you actually cut open the centaur, the intestines roll out and all that. Um, what else was there? Uncharted two. Oh, the Uncharted two. But well, we we talked about Uncharted two on the last one. Oh, you're right. Because that was just amazing. But, um, but oh, what else? Oh, um, and then also, if you're a God of War fan, also gotta check out Dante's Inferno today, and it is literally the same game as far as gameplay goes. The, it looks like the main difference is just the story. I mean, down to you have a hero who's going on this epic tale with a special weapon that flies around and they do spinny combos and everything. Little orbs fly out of the creatures you kill as your XP. You have chests you go over and open for health and all that. So it's literally God of War. I mean, the same, um, what is it, the quick time, quick time events and all yeah. that. But it's, uh, it looks like a really good interpretation of uh, the actual book, uh, Dante's Inferno. So I mean, to me, to me, the story, the story is probably going to be the one thing to, that'll um, make that game worth actually picking up. Uh, also, got I also got to play uh, Brutal Legend on the floor today, and I really couldn't hear anything that was going on in this as far as story. But as far as actual gameplay, it's your normal smash and kill everything. Yeah, but I'm well, sure the stuff you heard around you was a lot better than having to listen to Jack Black. So. Could have been a I lot worse. I actually like Jack Black. I, well, actually, <laughs> no was, talent. No, because I played the game, too, and I, I did like the, the different combos that you can have. Not only just yourself, you can also interact with the your AI partner that was in front of you. You yeah. can also interact and do combos with, with that person, too. But did you also get to the guitar solo s- section of it? Uh, I got to that part, tried to activate it, and I was like, the fuck? I'm hitting buttons and nothing was going on. So I'm like, um, okay. Yeah, because after you do that, that's where you get the car. Oh, really? And yeah, then, I, I didn't even get to the car part. I was like, after that, I just put it down and went somewhere else. They they really <laughs> need to work on the whole driving part there if they're going to put a vehicle in the game. Because, I mean, they have the, the crawling thing that works, but the, the car is what they're actually pu- pushing for the Was it like more like a... More like a GTA-type driving, where it's like you're swerving, or like... Halo, where you're like swerving all over the damn place. You're pretty much swerving all over the oh, place. Damn, that sucks. They need to tighten it up, but I mean, they still have until October. Well, they do. It's Rocktober. Oh, yeah, if you listen is, to them, it is Rocktober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rocktober thirteenth. Oh my god. <laughs> so, um, anything else over the past couple days? Anybody's been looking at? Uh, Legend of Zelda, uh, Spirit Tracks. Um, there's gonna be a lot of people, especially you know my uh, Nintendo haters, who are just going to just bash this game because of the graphical style, the engine. Oh wait, let me think. Oh yeah, that's right, it's Mike. Um, 
you know, the graphical it's the style. same game. Same game. Well, okay, this is less like <laughs> Phantom Hourglass than ODST is like Halo 3. Um, yeah, there, there, but there are subtle differences. Um, you're, able, you're actually able to uh, have work with Phantoms to, to figure out puzzles. You're going you're, you're gonna to be able to drive instead of a boat this time. You're going to have a train, but... Uh, but it, it is. It's basically it's a it's a sequel. I mean, pretty much that that's exactly what it is. I'm I'm trying to figure out what I've seen the past couple of days. I've seen way too much in my brain. Yeah, there's like, so much going on. No, um, I I saw a PC first person shooter called uh, Darkness of Days, which actually could be coming out for the 360. Also, um, this game is being developed by. Let's see. What was it? Eight Monkeys Lab, and Eight Monkeys Lab, and pretty much the game. I, I think the game is really unique and is really interesting. Um, I talked to was it Chastity, or I think it was Chastity. Yeah, I talked to Chastity yesterday, and she she also said uh, saw the game too, and she was blown away uh, on everything. They they built their own engine from the ground up. Um, it's not like your typical first person shooter, where it's like okay, you're in one area, you're gonna go to your next area find a bunch of enemies or along the way you're going from one huge battle to another like you know you're you're going to be fighting um, the battle of Little Big Horn you know you're going to be fighting you know most of the, the major battles in, in history and whatnot. and it's just not like in a close area it's just a wide open area and I think you, they said that you will have like up to 300 AIs on the field at the same time wow and so you're fighting these battles, and then you're you're pretty much what, what you're you're pretty much a time agent uh, from uh, the like the the Civil War days, and you got sucked in being a, a time agent, traveling different uh, through different times and whatnot. And there there's gonna be some AIs that has like auras around them, and those are the people that are supposed to survive. So if you accidentally killed them or you purposely killed them. Another time agent is going to try to stop you from preventing, from changing history. So the AIs are really, really smart and, and from, uh, you know, what to do. Like, if you're pinned down, they're going to try to kill you. I mean, it, 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 the weaponry, you can have upgraded weapons, but if you use the, the more futuristic weapons more than the, than the one for that time, then, you know, you're going to be sent back and like, you need to balance it out. Is John Claude Van Damme going to be in this? No, Sorry, no, I was just. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, I was just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I got to talk about the games that made me need to change of pants by the time I was done. Um, I saw Mass Effect Two. I went in there and holy shit, the game looks so much better. The character models and the facial expressions look even more realistic than the first one. Um, the combat is a lot more fluid. You could it's not basic it's it's hard to say. I didn't think it was clunky in the first one, but there's a lot of area for improvement. Yeah. And I thought they did that, especially with the biotic powers. Now you can easily rip an enemy out of cover and throw him out and while he's floating through the air, your team is taking shots at this guy and to kill him. Yeah. Um they gave away a huge spoiler, which I kind of was like, no, at the oh, end. I, yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. I, I was there, too, and I was sitting there going, man, I wish I didn't see this. Oh, God. I, I just I want to, wait. I, was, I wanted to stop them. I'm like, wait, 
hold on, let me get out first. But no, I didn't want to be rude and be like that guy. So if it was a girl, he would have hit on her first before he asked. <laughs> hey, hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I know. We've been doing it all week, all week. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, um, got yeah, just to prove it. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so yeah, I saw Mass Effect two, and after leaving there, I went right to the other epic Bioware game that's coming out. Um, and I don't mean that on my own. It's epic as in a great game, just that they're creating these epic pieces where they're long games, there's a lot of to do. I saw Dragon Age Origins, and um, I went in there. Um, I really have followed the game, but I haven't followed it like I've been Mass Effect. So I kind of was waiting to see what it was, and I thought what they're doing with this game is awesome. Um, everything you do in this game affects something, just like Mass Effect 2. Um, but in this one, if you're in the camp, which is basically a camp you set up with your party, and you can do it anywhere in the game, you can interact with other characters. They show it off where you give this girl Morgan, um, a book, and afterwards you pretty much, um, get intimate with her. Nice. And they didn't show the whole thing, they said, let's stop this scene right here, and they moved on, because they wanted to leave it up to our imagination until the game comes out, and... But they went back to this other girl, Lillian, I believe her name was. That's more of like a goody-type goody character. And when he, when the hero went up to talk to her, she was pissed. She was like, I can't believe you did that. I, you said you didn't trust her, blah, blah. But And then you have to either try to salvage that that right then and there or just let her like get pissed. And they kind of let it where it was kind of like, oh, well, I'm too bad type deal. And, uh... So she's like, I need time to be alone. And she just walks off. And you lose, like, faith from her. How the whole system works is, if you do and if you do well and earn their trust, their belief in you as a leader goes up. But if you do something they don't like, their belief in you as a leader goes down. And if you do something they really don't like, they could even turn on you to attack you and try to stop you from doing that action. So I thought it was really interesting, and I got my hands on the 360 version, and um, it was really good. I mean, I, I liked the way it played even with the console controller instead of having a mouse and keyboard. So I thought it was a good... I'm really expecting that, and that comes out actually October 20th, a week after Brutal Legend. So. You mean Rocktober 20th. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm the one corrected this time. <laughs> Alright, uh, Left 4 Dead 2 um, I was very skeptical at first uh, Especially considering it's been less than a year Since uh, Left 4 Dead 1 came out And I, I have to say I just walked into Valve's uh, You know, their room And just sat down at a PC and started playing um, Talked to uh, you know One of their lead developers And basically we're going to have five new campaigns Four new characters Completely new characters um, You're going to have your versus mode You're going to have um, survival mode and um, you're going to have definitely going to have new special infected uh, one we definitely encountered was the charger and basically it's like a, a regular zombie except they have this giant tank arm that can pick you up and start slamming you into the ground um, or it can charge forward and just start running you over you know um, it, it, it was a lot of fun Like at first I was like well why isn't this going to be something different um, but I had seen enough today to say that 
this is going to be a good pickup and it's it's worth having a completely new title for. And the melee weapons is way too much fun. Chopping off zombies' faces is... It's not fun. Yeah, great. So yeah, so definitely uh, look for Left 4 Dead 2. It's going to be pretty awesome. Anybody, anybody else see anything? Well, the one game that, that was shown during the, the trailer was uh, Brink from uh, Bethesda. Um, do, do <laughs> How much can you talk about that, though? Huh? They didn't say anything. They didn't say anything. Oh, oh we couldn't record. We couldn't re- they said we couldn't record and all that, all that okay. stuff. Yeah. Um, the, one, the, only, the only thing I, I've gotten out of there that I thought was really, really unique was um, they put in a system called Smart. Which was uh, which they said was smooth movement across random terrains. So pretty much, you know how pretty much any first person shooter, you you run into a chair, you can't you know step on a chair or anything like that, or you run into like a, a like a small wall or something like that, and you couldn't get over. Well, they implemented a system where you see a chair, you can step on it and or go on the railing and jump or whatnot. Or if you see like. What they had was a uh, a metal detector, yeah. and you can actually climb on top of the metal detector or slide down, depending on uh, on what you want to do or whatnot. So to, to bypass the security, to bypass the security. Oh, yeah. yeah, but so you know, there was that was the only thing I got out of it. Other than that, I felt like it was a a RPG first person shooter, more realistic Team Fortress Two. Pretty much, that's what I've gotten out of it because you can. There's different classes that you can change throughout. There are missions that you can do in order to complete the objective. But once you throw in an engineer and you can build a tort, that that was it. That's all I can think of was, okay, this is Team Fortress 2. <laughs> well, well, the one thing I really thought was funny was the, the, the customization. Everyone is customizing now. I mean, it's like, okay, how uh, was it? ABP? APB. Yeah, APB. APB. You can customize, put tattoos on the guy, you know, change, as I said, and whatnot. It's like, the hell? And then you can choose two uh, two sides. Let's see, resistance or, what was it, enforcers? No, 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 that's, that's APB. No, no, it was like APB. resistance and something else. It, but it was like similar to like the enforcers. It, it, it's, it's similar. It was like the cops or whatever. Yeah, it was like the cops. It was like, everyone's doing cop and, cops and thieves or cops and robbers nowadays? Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it was it was bizarre. I, the thing I, th- I thought was funny um, was in their customization. They brought up you have like 19 billion options, and as they're going down, they're like, "Look, you can change the ethnicity: Caucasian, African." That was it. That's all they <laughs> If I if I can't make a hot Asian girl, I don't want to play it. No, that, that, I even wrote that in my notes. Yeah, right here. No, no, seeing Asians. Yeah, we checked for Aww. you. We were making I, sure. I checked right here. Ben's going to play the race card. <laughs> well, I know um, I actually saw a game called Section 8 today. Um, I was actually, wasn't even really going to go by South Peak Studios. I mean, uh, I've been kind of unimpressed with their games recently. But the guy who does their Twitter feed actually hit me up because I was saying, hey, if anybody's around and wants to meet up real quick, I'll be in the South Hall. And um, the guy was like, hey, this is South Peak Studios, just come by, ask for Eric. So I went over there, talked to him for a bit, and then um, right before I went for the game, actually, if it hadn't been for who we ran into, I ran into Ben, 
mm-hmm. and then we ran into Yavana and the Charisma Plus Two girls, yeah. and um, talking to them, and all of a sudden they pulled me away to go check out Section Eight, and it's basically a mix of tribes, Battlefield Two, and um, it's done in a sci-fi space type setting, first-person shooter. Um, I can't remember how many people he said it was, but... I think it was um, up to... I don't want to say 20. I think it's less than that, but... <clears throat> I thought it was more than 20, but I can't remember. Um, But it looked like it was done really, really well. You could have bots if you didn't have enough people. Um, and they had it actually shown with 12... Xboxes set up with all together, and then like twenty. I think it's thirty-two people because they yeah. had twelve Xboxes set up, and then twenty bots in game. So you had all that going on. And when he was showing us, um, everything looked good. You can you have a jetpack, you have an overdrive where you run real really fast, and all that you can use to a certain extent. Then it's got to recharge. Um, but it, I picked it up after he was done explaining everything. And I had a blast with it. I mean, I was g- doing jetpacks over, like, huge rocks where I knew the guy was on the other side. So I'm coming over the rock and shooting down on this guy. Then another guy later on is shooting at me from the air, so I jump up with him. And we're, like, shooting each other till his jetpack runs out. Then I'm aiming down, then my jetpack <laughs> runs out, and I'm coming down. And I thought it added a lot to the game, and it was it was a blast to play. Um, I do like the, the, re- the spawning or respawning. Where you're just dropping from the air, and you have to, you literally can pick where you can spawn from. And that's just like, okay, since your team captured this area, you can only spawn here. It, it's, like, it's like you can spawn anywhere, anywhere, even in the enemy territory where. As long as there's not an AA or artillery type well, gun yeah, set up. Well, yeah. Regardless, if you were, if you were, okay, I want to spawn right here. You have there's a possibility where they're shooting you while you're dropping. Well, he said no. He said they will kill you if you spawn around the yeah. area. So it showed where these red circles were, where um, they had artillery guns set up and stuff. So it was like if you spawn right outside this, mm-hmm. you'll make it fine. And at the end, you can slowly break and kind of aim a little more to your specific location. So my only worry about the game is how many people are going to pick it up and actually play it online. Because it's pretty much a multiplayer game. And when you're not... Unfortunately, when you're not Halo or Call of Duty, it's tough to break in. And But I look forward to the game. I will probably pick this one up. And hope others do too, because I had a blast with it. And I oh, think yeah. it would no, work I'll really well. Too. I just don't know whether or not I'm going to pick it up for the PC or 360. Yeah. It is only for the 360 or PC, so... Are they talking about a mod for it for PC? Like, I mean, will you be... Is no. there like going to be a dev kit or anything? They didn't talk about that. Oh, well, sucks. They're still well, working no, well, everything I mean, out. I think I think the PC games that do the best, especially shooters, are the ones that have development kits and yeah. have modding communities. I mean, I think that's how Unreal has gone on so long. Team Fortress Two has been huge on it. You know, I mean, it's really uh, that's what that's what carries PC games on for so long, really. Yeah. Um, I know I saw a couple other things here and there. Um, that I'll be doing right right ups on like Soul Calibur for the PSP. Um, which they introduce uh, a special guest character for it. Did you did you hear about that? Yeah, it's Kratos yeah. from God of War. Yeah, I heard about that as we're leaving today. Oh, the, he God. wasn't playable though. Oh, okay. Good. No, so I don't feel so bad. There's a sign. Yeah, they only there. had four or six playable characters, and 
They, that's not even all of them, but that's what they had, and they said they're going to be adding more. And um, so that was cool because they said a lot of people didn't like the Star Wars characters, and I had to agree. I thought they were out of place in Soul Calibur Four. Um, other than that, um, I saw a few other things. Don't really want to talk about right now. Some I didn't get enough playthrough to really talk about without kind of giving it more of a negative reception than it probably deserves. Well, I played um, a few minutes of Need for Speed uh, Shift, and I'm, I was talking to uh, one of the representatives there, and I, I sort of like where they're going with that franchise, with that particular game, actually. Because they're going to come up with two Need for Speed. There's Need for Speed um, Nitro, and there's uh, Need for Speed Sh- Shift. Shift, I thought it was going to be, uh, well, from what they explained, it's going to be more like a um, Project Gotham, uh, Gran Turismo type game with the damages, and there's also like it, a, a system where it it doesn't matter how fast or if you're in the lead or whatnot. It's pretty much all about style points. Yeah. In, in the game, like who can rank up the most style points? It, it, almost like in Gran Turismo, there's like the certain lines that you need to go go to. Well, if you follow those lines, you you'll get those points. Whether you're gonna be like one of the safe drivers or if you, if you, like, if you crash into cars you get like the aggressive uh, driver or whatnot so it ranks you on, on your particular driving style huh. so when you go online or whatnot people will know what kind of driver you are so I, I thought that's, uh, that's really interesting where they're going to be going that route with that franchise with, with that particular game anyways so I, I mean I didn't play en- uh, 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 enough of it I was pretty much asking you know the tough questions to <laughs> to the representative or whatnot, but it, it would, I I might I might try it. I'm gonna give it a try and see how well because the damage on there <laughs> was just like if you crash, you know you crash really yeah. hard. Like you just the, the screen shakes. You're like it was like uh, gray, uh, like all gray and whatnot. It was like it was like okay. <laughs> I actually had to restart just so I can play it much better than the, than I did the first time because it was like you can't play it like. All the other Need for Speed games, you can't play it like in that arcade. I mean, even though Need for Speed Nitro is gonna be like that, the more arcade type game, I guess with this one they're gonna try to aim for the more, I, I think they said the more hardcore racer racers out there. So, yeah. I got a quick question because if this had been like two or three years ago, I probably would have run all over it. Anybody even bother with Madden? No. No. We got Ben over here who finally got home because he doesn't give a shit about the actual site because he doesn't do anything for the site. He just wants to party and have fun. <laughs> he doesn't even dis- disagree. Do you want to talk about Madden, though? Did it feel better? Did it play differently? Um. Well, the, the one that I played was an unfinished version. The graphics did look better. Um... And the gang tackling, something that's new to the franchise, actually worked really well. Um, I chose intentionally to run the ball many times just to see how it would work. And it looked really good. I mean, there wasn't any major clipping issues that I thought there would be. There wasn't any weird physics with guys jumping where they shouldn't be jumping like I thought there would be. It looked pretty cool. It looked pretty good. I would, I, you know, I buy man every year, and this one honestly looks... Looks like a, a big improvement. More than it's more than just a roper, roster update. Let me just say that. Okay. 
yeah, I know. I've been like after last year, I said I wouldn't buy another Madden until I've actually have a chance to rent it or something. I've been like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe I'm paying sixty dollars yearly, and it just keeps, seems to get worse. But um, now on the MMO front, one of us has played quite a few and got to see quite a few recently. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, uh, Perfect World uh, did. Uh, they showed the three different uh, MMOs. And um, one game that is single player, or that will be single player this fall, which will turn into an MMO. Um, so basically, they're all kind of like the same. They just have different graphical styles. Uh, Perfect World International is a more hardcore. Lolly. Uh, no, no, no. That's Ether Side. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Perfect World International is you know hardcore, um, more adult. You know, everything's PvP, you know, they have factions, and it's very specific like that. It has a lot of customiz- character customizations, um, whereas Ether Saga is, you know... Like, <laughs> was be- that the one we were playing, then? Was that was Ether the one Saga? I was playing. The, yeah, you were playing Perfect World International. Oh, okay. And I was playing Ether Saga, which is basically which is a lot more uh, kitty-like and uh, lolly. Lolly, very lolly. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, he was, was like, what the hell am I playing? I looked up and yeah. I was like... Jesus Christ! It looks was, like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> yeah, it it was not like I mean, it was like I'm like looking at my character. I'm like, so was it more like a free realms then? No, not no, like no. free realms, but was it more like for the younger? Yeah, or? it's definitely for a younger audience. Um, yeah, I know free realms is real kid like, but I'm saying is it more for a younger audience than most of the games? Yes, I, okay. I definitely, I definitely say because they they give you right off the bat, everybody has like a pet, you know, so like you always have help. Okay. In battle, and uh, like the, all the characters, like, even the mobs are very cutesy, and um, you know, like one's like a doll that winds up. You know, I mean, it's it's very cute and and cuddly, but it looks like it was still fun. Like it was so just still, like you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm cute, cuddly, and uh, and fun. Uh, and the other one was the J Dynasty, which should be going into open beta sometime next week. He said um, this actually looked really good. Uh, you know, they even come up with ways of you know. To help players who aren't able to be on it twenty four seven, you know, like in WoW, bin and um, what? <laughs> where you can actually like if you need to leave for a while me. and you're you know in town, you can meditate and that'll give you experience every minute. So um, is it kind of like um, have you done that in that in Atlas's Neo Steam yet? No, I haven't because I haven't been able to oh, get into right. Neo Steam yet. Well, okay, Neo Steam kind of has it if you keep your thing going. You can keep the game up, but leave and go away. You don't gain experience, but you gain the TP points you need for skills. You go into this training area, and you go and you select training for your specific class, and it just sits there, and you get, like, TP every so often. And I went from, like, 2,000 to, like, 8,000 within, like, half an hour to an hour. Wow. Of just sitting there, because I was off... I think I was doing the Game Topias podcast, and it was just... Running, yeah, so. and, and the, so they have the meditation thing, which gets you know a little bit, but for three times more, you can actually do what they call dreaming, and in dreaming, you can actually be logged off, and you're earning experience at the same time. You know, they, one of the things they really stressed was that you know they didn't want super hardcore players to be leaving, you know, more casual players in the dust. They're putting in opportunities for more casual players to still. Partake in end game scenarios, uh, raiding, you know, um, sort of those sort of activities. Um, lastly, I saw a Torchlight, which is from the guys who uh, did Mythos. Um, 
when that when that uh, property closed and though they went off and started Runic Games, who did Torchlight, and it, it's sort of like a Diablo dungeon crawler type game, but it's very accessible. You know, there are only going to be like three classes. There's kind of a tank, a magic user, and then a class yet to be determined. Um, and Hopefully a thief or something. Well, or they really, like. yeah, they really haven't. It's yeah. like, well, you know, we haven't really come up with it. Um, but this is going to end up turning into an MMO. And so what they're doing right now is just releasing a single player. And, it, I mean, it's to the point where, like, you basically use the mouse to do everything except switch between your main two skills and... Um, you know your health potion and your mana potion. Other than everything, everything else is done with the mouse. Um, and what they're going to do at launch is give everyone the entire editor, the editor and everything in it, and just say go nuts. And the editor is very easy to use. I mean, it was like you know you pick a floor tile and basically you can just drag your mouse around and it just starts laying floor tile everywhere. It's not, it's, it's not complicated. They make it very easy. I mean, if you wanted it complicated, the, the options are there on the right, like the objects, um, you know, the properties of each object is there on the right, but you don't have to do it that way. Okay. So you can create your own levels. I mean, to the point where he was showing me how you can create events, like triggers, in the game. So if you wanted to put an elevator or something, like you step on it, basically he's like, okay, well, you pick this floor tile... And then you pick the event of it moving up, and then and then the trigger of you walking over it. He just connected the three things in a in a separate editor, and then all of a sudden, you know, we, we walked and it was instantaneous, sort of like the mod racers thing. Yeah. He said, "Okay, go," and it immediately put him and you know enemies in there, and he stepped on the platform and whoop, and he started going up in the air. Okay. I mean, it was it was that simple. Nice. So I, I you know I think if especially if this can get out, like I said, in a modern community. They can get their hands on this. They're going to have a blast with this, and I think they're really looking for some really good ideas to use for the MMO. Um, it, it, it was extremely accessible and a lot of fun. All right. Anybody else play anything? Um, I didn't get to play anything, but I got a saw. I pretty much got a full-on walkthrough for the new game Saw for, from Konami, and it's kind of ba- loosely based on the the whole movie franchise. It takes place in between the first and second. And it actually looks like it. It's going to be a pretty decent movie, movie-ish game. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's a third-person kind of action adventure type thing. I mean, I guess not really adventure, but you, you walk around, try to solve puzzles, and not get beaten down by everybody else in this asylum who's trying to essentially get out on their own and, and save their own lives. And they they went through and made all these weird little puzzles as well as some of the, the fan favorites from like the films itself. Uh, they actually got the actors from the films, except for Danny Glover for some reason, to voice all of the the characters they have in there. Yeah, because he's really busy. Yeah, I don't know. It, um, but it it looks like it's actually shaping up to be a much better game than what you know most movie adaptation games end up being. Well, trust me, Danny Glover hasn't had anything to do since Bush has been out of office, so. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one thing. We've, we've got a blonde over over there just uh, biting her tongue right now. <laughs> she, she wants to say something, but she's like, Ugh. So, um. The, the one thing I, that really caught my surprise today was the announcement of Castlevania from Konami. So, I mean, I, I, I actually stood there in front of Konami in their front screen just to watch the trailer. So, I'm 
looking up, like, okay, c- come on. So they finally, so they, they finally showed up, and it looked looked really well. Um, I for one cannot wait for that game to come out. Um, they, I think they just recently announced it. What yesterday? About it, or sometime, sometime today. I, I think they they made a press release. Cause it was in the it was in the magazine mm-hmm. that they handed out today. So I think they did a press release last night, and then they actually showed the trailer and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I was like blown away because the one of one of the people that's going to actually be making the game is Kojima, yeah. creator of Metal Gear Solid. So I'm like really excited. Uh, just the pictures that I've taken uh, from the trailer. It just looks amazing. I just hope we don't see a scene with uh, there's a cardboard box and oh, okay, Belmont it. and Dracula hop inside of it and starts you know, moving around. Away. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 oh, I should hope not. But I, I'm I'm actually really excited about that. So yeah, I think the only other kind of big game I saw this um, show was Super Mario Brothers Wii. Um, I know Brian played a little bit of it too. And I had a lot of fun with it, surprisingly. It's kind of frustrating because if you have people who don't want to work together, they will take advantage of where you're at on the thing to get gain access to other areas. I was getting pissed. Like, I was pretty much ignoring the other people because I didn't want to do that. And I was getting the stuff I, I needed to get and going along doing my thing. I had gotten two of those big-ass gold coins, and the other guy took the third one by using me as a stepping stone. Well, I kept dying below because he kept leaving me hanging to dry yeah well i think it's gonna be definitely one of those games where you're gonna say to yourself okay as much as i want to play this like a mario game i just need to have fun with it exactly yeah. don't take it seriously yeah, you're gonna yeah. get pissed yeah it is definitely quick it's definitely a party game yeah. it's definitely a party game but they did it well i thought where it plays well um the shaking of the wiimote can be annoying at times but it does make you move quicker to one of the other players so you kind of don't get stuck in a bubble after you die. And right, because they can leave you there. Like, yeah, they could leave you there. But huh. if you shake the Wiimote, it moves you faster. Yeah, it moves you right to them yeah. where it's almost like you're trying to bump yourself in the bubble into one of them yeah. so it pops the bubble. But once you run out of lives, that's it, and the people continue on without you. So you got to also make sure you're being very careful with that. Well, one of the, speaking of Nintendo, me and uh, Dave... Right before Bethesda, we actually played a little bit of a Wii Sports Resort, and we did the archery. You know, we, we me and David took turns and whatnot, and I liked it. I, I liked it. I did too. It, although it it seemed like everything changed after the first the first go around. Yeah, because everything was. It, I don't know what was going on, but it's like we were able to nail the target mm-hmm. the first two times, and then right after that, it changed. Yeah, it, it definitely changed. Probably because. Um, well, they, God. They, 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 said, they said the target moved back, but it was still sitting at the same it's same same location, like forty yeah. yards out or whatever, in the same like two mile an hour wind. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, in the same direction, which is pretty much right. <laughs> the whole direction was just the wind is going right, so I was like, oh crap. But uh, no, afterwards, afterwards, like we had a little bit more time right before and uh, did the three point shooting and. That was awesome. I thought I had a blast with that. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, you you pick up, you you move, move the wand over to the right to pick up the ball, depending on if you're right or left-handed. You pick the ball up, uh, up to the right and just shoot away, just like like you normally would. I uh, a couple of times I actually did the little hop just, just so I you know just to get the rhythm down and whatnot. So 
Uh, I thought that was fun. Uh, I wanted to play some more, but we had that. Yeah, we had like two briefing. minutes to get over to the yeah. briefing. I, I do have a question. How did you guys feel that the Wii Motion Plus uh, reacted to your movements? Um, well, as far as the archery goes, actually, I don't think that that's mainly relying on the Wii Motion Plus because you're mainly moving the nunchuck. Everything else you move on it, most of the motions you did for the archery are stuff that you can do with just the Wiimote and Nunchuck. I don't know about the, 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 ba- the basketball. The, the basketball, actually, I, I thought that the movement w- went really smooth. Um, you know, you, you, you're you hitting the bead, going like this, and then going up and uh, doing the uh, the shooting motion. I thought that was really done well. So, <laughs> so I you know, I, I, thought it, I thought it was well done on that part. So, I mean, I didn't notice anything different between what I, I guess there is a huge difference between just a regular motion sensor to the motion plus so yeah the only reason why I ask is because I end up doing the red seal 2 demo and I guess maybe I, I just was doing it wrong or something because I it just did not feel very responsive like if I wasn't like maybe if maybe if the problem was I was panicking or something because I was trying to like slash and and it wasn't doing it and and it won't let you. Uh, it does the Wii Motion Plus apparently doesn't go forward and back like towards the screen and away from the screen. Um, so I couldn't stab, which is didn't make any sense to me. You know, he's got his sword over here. I'm like, why can't I just romp and stab him right in the chest? Um, but you can't do that, so that's all right. Um, otherwise, I mean, it, it was it was kind of fun. Uh, the graphics are a little more cartoony than I thought they would be. For some reason, in the trailer, it just it didn't seem Is, that. Does it cartoon- feel better than the first one? Because the first one I heard. Oh, it's I t- yeah, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, if we're comparing it to that, then it, yes, it's it's a world's better. Um, and, and I think it's still fun. You know, I mean, I, you know, and it was accessible. I mean, I, I know the person in front of me had a lot of trouble figuring it out, but like, you know, you walk up to a door. And there's a little there's a little red light in one of the corners. Well, shoot the red light. You know, I mean, um, you know, uh, the, you really can't get up anywhere except for on the wall where there's this black like movement. You know, like there's stuff there, like it's yeah. marked. I mean, like it, it's there are things that are clearly marked. You know, so your path is is there. Um, it, it is fun. It, I think it's just going to take some time to get used to, at least for me. All right. Um, well, why don't we go into the worst and the best of show? What we each consider to be, well, what exactly what I'm saying, worse than the best. Um, so we'll just go around in a little clockwise, starting off with David. What was your worst of show? Um, so far, the, the worst of show, out, outside of, well, Littlest Pet Shop did let me down, as well as the Hannah Montana Lavender it's okay. PSP. It's okay. But actually, um, surprisingly, the Dead Space for the Wii just didn't seem as good as it should have been. Like it, uh, I mean, of course the graphics are a little less than what you got on the, the PS3 and the, the Xbox version and all that, but the controls just weren't right. The I, I don't know if it's just because of the demo they were showing. Yeah. It just it just did not seem to, to live up to any of the, the hype that they were trying to build with it. Mm. It, it, that that to me is just kind of a letdown because I was expecting to hop in and go, oh look, it's another rail shooter. And th- that's the other one too, is the Resident Evil um, Dark Side Chronicles. I don't know if it was just because of the guy I was playing with, but I just did not enjoy going in there. I loved playing Umbrella Chronicles, 
So it's just, I don't know if the rail shooter or whatever they're just trying to go. Well, we're just trying to print money now. Yeah. What about uh, your best of show? Best of show. Um, honestly, it's uh, going to be a tie between um, APB and God of War. Because I mean, it, it, the, what they what we saw at APB is just stunning, and I really hope that they they pull off everything they promised. And hu- huge God of War fan, so it's you know hands down going to be you know. My my pick. Yeah. All right. Um. Ben, what about you? What was your worst? Worst? I would have to say Mass Effect Two. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, I was about to shove this microphone up his ass. He was okay. Leaning too. I saw it. <laughs> no. Uh, I moved forward. I was like, <laughs> "Let's rock, bitch." <laughs> no. Um. No. Worst of show I thought was Sega overall. Um. Just presentation wise, where they they. Sh- Literally, Aliens vs. Predator was there. You get to see it, but you couldn't get a hands-on. And it, it felt I, I felt that way with, like, two of the three main games that they were really pushing for. Um, I, Special Ops, um, that, that game, single-player only. There's a couple cool features. Once again, I think this is the year of the teens and customization because you can customize the guy's look depending on the mission and whatnot. Um, it sort of felt like I was playing a watered-down version of Mass Effect because you get to choose what you want to do and whatnot. But other than that, it's single-player only, no co-op, no multiplayer, storyline link, uh, uh, linear. What's the other one? I, I can never pronounce it. Oh, uh, Bayonetta. But, same. Oh, I mean, creator of Devil May Cry, but storyline, point A to B. Nothing else. It's a single-player... No co-op, no uh, no multi uh, no online multiplayer at all. It's just that's what it is. So two of the three games that they showed were just straight up single player. So, fuck, what is that? It just sounded like something was creaking over here. Alright, just the futon. Oh, it's me. <laughs> it's my fat ass leaning against the futon. I apologize. <laughs> so, um, Brian, yeah, uh, where's the show? Halo ODST. Um, no, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. You trying to lose us? Holy shit. No. Fanboy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Tobias. Yeah. Definitely. No, I, I wonder how many people just went, click. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, actually, I think for me the most disappointing really was Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, the Crystal Bearers. Um, they touted this as the one they built for Wii. And it looks like crap. I was playing it, and I mean, I mean, there's just so much that you can, you know, like every function was point the point the Wii remote at the screen, click and hold B, move. Like honestly, that was every single thing I did in the demo. Mm. Every single thing. Like I were getting chased. You you look at the you look at the guard on the chocobo. You click it. The little thing fills up, and you throw him in the air, and then he goes back. And he keeps coming again. I mean, it, like that was every single thing was the same piece of crap. Um, so that was extremely disappointing. Uh, best of show. Um, I want to just say Left 4 Dead 2, just because I'm such a huge Valve fanboy. But um, I really, um, gosh, no, I've totally forgotten it. That's really terrible. Oh, Rock Band Beatles would probably be my favorite. Though. I was gonna say Little Pet Shop. Well. <laughs> Because we know we, we, we go the Hannah Montana, yeah. Because we got we we got you on there. 
Yes. Montana. Yes. You, yes. you were thoroughly yes. enjoying it. I, I, yeah, I clicked the X button like three times. <laughs> where her brother or something I like, makes fun of me. Bra. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What? I was like, I'm playing the wrong fucking games here. No. no um, but yeah, Rock Band Beatles, I love that. Every second of it that we played. I mean, honestly, I avoided the whole booth for the rest of today, for the entire today, because I did not want to lose another hour just well, yeah. sitting there playing. Yeah, we lost, what, 45 minutes, an hour after? Yeah, yeah the, after the, the presentation. Event. So, so that's it for me. What about you, Mike? Um, I have to say, my worst of show... <laughs> no. <laughs> um, was actually one that I've had pre-ordered for a while now, and I'm going to cancel it. Final Fantasy Dissidia. What's it? I w- look. I'm a Final Fantasy fanboy, but that fighting game just did not appeal to me at all. The the text there was nothing except for the buttons. There was no make a motion and hit a button and you do an extra special move. It was like you have basic attack. Um, no, not even a basic attack. It's an attack to keep them away from you. A special attack. It does a little something different if you're in the air. And then you can zoom around the board by doing another button, but there just wasn't anything to it. Yeah, no, there, there, there was another option. You got to move up, dude. <laughs> there was another option that you could do, but you had to build up. There's a level, uh, a gauge on the side that you once you get that up, you hit a, a, a um, I think it was like right trigger and I think square, and you you were able to have the special sequence of just destroying them. Yeah, but there's no actual, like, combos. Other than what no, you no, hit no. them with with one move, there was no way to chain moves together. It was basically just hit, boom, done. No, actually, actually, no, I, was able, I was able to chain moves together by doing the whatever. What do they call it? Rally? Or yeah, there was, like, was like a knockback. Like, you do a knockback, you would have the option of hitting X, and you fly across, and then you just you do, do it again, and you kick them back out, and you yeah, do it again. I, personally, I just felt that it wasn't what I was expecting. Um, I was expecting a re- like a fighting game fighting game. Not like Ur guys, but something like a Fate Unlimited Codes, Soul Calibur type deal. I mean, but I just thought it really disappointed me. I was kind of like, really, that's it? I mean, it, and they only showed off four characters or five characters and it just wasn't enough. They really didn't give you a good feel for a game that's coming out in freaking August. Um, my best of show. Littlest pet shop. No, come on, <laughs> we cheer too. Oh, that's right. Yes, we cheer too. <laughs> it's gotta be we cheer too. It's just no, I'm just kidding. Um, I honestly, as much as I would love to say Mass Effect two, I can't because all I saw was them playing one, two particular scenes. It really wasn't enough, and same with Dragon Age Origins. For a game like that, I need a lot more hands-on time. So, the Bioware fanboy me would love to say one of those two games, but I'm actually going to go with Muramasa, the Demon Blade. It, it Right now, I'd love to go back and actually just start playing the game from start to finish. I had an absolute blast. The guys at Vanillaware, like I said, did Odin Sphere, just did a great job with that game, and it it's shocking that I'm choosing a Wii game as my game of show. It is... It's a reason to dust off the Wii, honestly. Like, it's a f- brilliant game. And I... 
suggest to everybody out there, pre-order this game, get it now, and just be ready for one of the best experiences you'll have on the Wii. And you don't need to play with the Wiimote and Nunchuck. You can play with the Classic Controller or the GameCube Controller as well. So if you prefer not to hold the controllers up in there because they really don't do anything, you're just basically using the buttons on them, you can switch over to the Classic or the GameCube and be good to go. So that's actually my best in the show. I really was surprised by that game, and I wish they were pushing that a little more from Ignition Entertainment instead of King of Fighters 12. Well, there's a good thing you didn't ask me what my best of show was. <laughs> we did ask you what your best of show was. No, you didn't. No, you got his worst of show, but not the best of. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to say Sorry, we're done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm not. You really want me to say it? Best of show? We know what your best of show well, is. It's not we holding it anyway. out there for you to go down. What, what, you, what do you think it is? <laughs> Final Fantasy 13. No. I thought the best of show, oddly enough, well, to me, was... Um, Anyways, was the uh, the PSP go? Everybody I, in here is about to like throw you across the room. Well, I'm just disappointed no, no. that it wasn't uh, me singing uh, Rock Band Beatles. Well, no, well <laughs> that too actually because I was the one videotaping that. But, Honestly, uh, the PSP go at two hundred fifty dollars. Well, no, uh, no. See that <laughs> I, I the price point is too high for that. I agree with you there, but the game I, price point is too. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, we got another hour like conversation going here uh, now. No, we're saying, <laughs> they're going to tear it by how big of the name of the yeah, game they, is. They, that's they, that they are. Well, that's the, that's the one thing they were talking about because that's. But after you know getting my hands on and just messing around with it, playing like, you know Gran Turismo on there, uh, then playing Final Fantasy VII on there, just the. But you can play Final Fantasy VII on your PSP now. Yes, but so he was in. I'm, I'm just saying though No I'm telling you though But that I'm just being honest here You can play Final Fantasy 7 on your PSP now Whatever I'm just wondering Would you pay $250 for the system He's it's obviously the same, going to It's the same I'm price as a Wii anyways. He's going to Why are you asking the question I'm going to Because I have to ask this question I have to ask this question It's obvious that's what he, he's going to He's going to pay for it In fact if I was going to get a PSP, it's that that is what I would get. I don't have any UMDs. I have no worries about you know them not playing in my PSP Go. It's smaller. It's more compact. It's what I would get. I don't know. You can get a good console for the price of the PSP Go. That's my problem. Like a good console like the Wii? <laughs> or the 360. 360. Honestly, well, you could. Exactly. Who one's going to buy the arcade? But you no, know, but you can get the... The you can get the Pro different. for 250 on sale at most places nowadays. That's my thing. If you can get a good console, why are you going to spend $250 on a portable? I'm not saying it's a bad system. I'm saying the pricing the, is wrong. The, oh. the reason I could see them doing that, though, is... I mean, the big thing everybody was pushing was it's the year of the tween, and almost all of them want to be on the go moving around. I mean, that's why mobile gaming's... Uh, all well, their cell phones have gotten so high. So I could see them going... I see it as their iTouch killer. Yeah. No, that's what they're trying. Well, the problem is trying to take on Apple's... Fucking retarded. Well, they have to take on Apple because they can't take on <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Not in this market. No. And that's the thing. I, they're not going to take out the DS market. This, is, this isn't even going to go... No, this isn't but, even going to appeal to the tweens, though. They, they this is only going to appeal to the hardcore market, just like the PSP always has. Not with Hannah Montana. <laughs> 
true. People are going to buy that system just for the ones that want the color, and they're just going to get rid yeah, of the game. They're going to sell the game back to GameStop. They're like, I just want the Fuchsia PSP. Get rid of this fucking game. And it's going to be maybe a lot of the female gamers. They're just going to want that color, yeah. and they'll get rid of the game, because most of the female gamers want to play games like we do. Exactly. That's why I hate that EA girls and shit. God damn. <laughs> Sorry, we're looking at um, <laughs> we're looking at uh, Brian shelling down on this apple like oh well he's, he's like he's like I'm, I'm just I'm just eat, I'm just sitting there eating my apple and all of a sudden like Ben starts pointing the camera like right in my face I'm just like okay no, here you go this ah. was a candid shot this was him angrily eating the apple I had nothing to do with that oh this is it was totally staged by me so. No, I'm not saying you're wrong for paying it. I was asking you if you if you have no problems paying this. I have no problems at all. Even though you just bought... The reason why I ask is you just bought oh, no, the PSP I, recently. I, I, I know I just recently bought it, but I have no problems buying the PSP Go. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll, just give, I'll just give my other PSP to my brother. The only reason I ask is I've thought about getting it just because, you know, being like... Being the chief editor, I feel like I kind of need the system. But I'm like, even I'm having struggling trying to... After buying the DSi, I'm like, I don't want to upgrade shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'll probably I'll probably pick up a go at some point, but there probably won't be a launch one. It'll be after they do it for their first price. I'll wait until Dell has like a 20% off and then buy yeah. it for 200 bucks. Yeah. But there's no way I'm paying $250 for that thing. I can't even buy an iTouch because it's just not enough. Plus, you got to buy a whole new memory card. Well, it comes with 16 already in it, so... Which... For people like me who have like shit ton of games, isn't well, yeah. Well, yeah. games are but games range. They range from three hundred megabytes to one to one point two gigs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you don't know. You could be. You could get like Crisis Core one point two gigs. You, you know, could get twelve games, games on there, or you could get thirty. I mean, it's going to vary on what you like to play. Like Patapon was like two hundred megabytes. Well, they made that really small can. because they knew it was going to be DLC only. Yeah. So they intentionally. Cut corners where they could. Yeah, but you don't have to have those games constantly stored on your PSP Go. You can oh, you can store it onto your computer, laptop, or whatever, and just have it on the go. It's like oh, I want to play this game. Going to transfer it over to my PSP. Yeah, but it's like why I have a 160 gig iPod because I want everything with me. I don't want to have to constantly transfer things on and off. I want everything. Well, see, then with me well, and ready to go. Well, Go does use the mini SDs, and we saw at CES that they're going to have it's, two terabyte mini SDs. It's that M2. Yeah, that's going to be four. It's the M2. It's not a mini SD. No, they say it was a mini SD. They There's told. no way. It's got to be memory cards. Sony wouldn't do SD. That's Sony what they told me. Them too. They already said that. They, they, this is what they to told me. I asked, any SD, yeah. I asked them if it was going to be Should. if there was going to be like the, the the dual. That's why they're trying to claim this isn't going to replace the PSP because they don't want people to think like, oh shit, they're making me upgrade everything. It will eventually, eventually replace yeah. the PSP. I hate when they say it's not because you know it will. It is. It, they should put it's not as of now. But it's going to be like the iPod and the iPod Touch. You've got your standard iPod and then you've got the Touch. And at one point that Touch is going to take over. Yeah. It was the same thing with the no, PSP. I, Go. I just I just don't know. I think the price I've seen a lot of people before we get get done with this podcast, I just want to say I've seen a lot of people on Twitter going two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, fuck you. So it's going to be interesting to see how much they sell because I haven't seen many positives being talked about this. Product. Well, the price point is the negative. It's a huge. It's, negative it's a huge negative. And there's, there's no positive. Well, 
Well, they, they could also I mean, be doing this to test to. the waters as well. They could be going, well, we're going to say 250 and then see how how much negative press yeah. they're getting and go, well, no, we're just joking around $200. Well, the, uh, the positives for this is for those who don't like owning a lot of like material type items. Yeah. If you're one of those people who have gotten rid of all your CDs because you now have all the MP3s, I mean, then this is great for you. But that's for the for the older generation. I think it's more for the older generation. It's a negative. Yeah. Because we're, we've grown up with, we own the product. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We don't own files. Like that, that, like that has only two, been ever been my only three, big problem with uh, four, computer five. DLC. Like what Valve's done is like if I go out and buy it, buy a game, I want it to be on that disc and not. Oh, here's the code you need to download. Yeah, and one thing that's the only, that's why the only time I buy anything off Valve is if it's twenty dollars or less. Yeah, and I only like paid for one twenty dollar item at this point. I have eight games on an eight gig card, and I have one gig left. I have FIFA '09, Grand Theft Auto, two Burnouts. Uh, I hope you own these originals, or else you're not talking about this on this podcast. All originals, yeah, it's legal. <laughs> Resistance Retribution and Test Drive Unlimited. So, I mean, you can fit quite a few games on there. It's not like I'm going to play eight games at once. Yeah. But I like to have it to go. Like, what what I do is... Well, you've seen... I've, carried, I've been carrying around my big PSP travel case yeah. because I have the UMDs and that's what I prefer. But For me, I'd just rather just have it with me and not have carried all that stuff with me. So... See, I don't want... I'm, I like knowing I own that damn thing. I feel like the PSP is too... The P, current PSP is too long. I, I, it doesn't fit in my pocket. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, it is a little long, but... For the most part, I I like the PSP. I wish they just... I wish they said, you know what? Maybe it's not time for the PSP Go. Maybe it's time for us to get some fucking software out for it instead of focusing on a new system. Before yeah. you bring out a new I system, agree. you need to bring out the software for the current one. Well, that's my biggest. I wrote it. Sorry, that um, the launch title for for the PS3 Go is going to be Gran Turismo. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, it's the fact that you don't have a software library right now no, I, that's no. fresh and new. It's still two years old yeah. because your last year, besides Resistance Retribution and a couple others, has been fucking shit. I uh, I wrote in. Op-ed on Pwned, like back before A-Girl Gamer even existed, about the, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember. Saying Sony needs to put more effort into software for the PSP before they do the hardware PSP. This is a problem two months ago, and it's a problem now. It's, I think they really ought to focus on the software side more than they are. Well, they're going to have to now, because if you're making a digital download only, people are going to be like... Where the fuck are my games to well, put on this damn thing? Doing, exactly. Doing digital download only, though, that's just going to open it up more for them to go, oh, here's your classic PS1 games that you loved. Like Final Fantasy. As long as I keep downloading stuff. my PS3, I don't yeah. care. I want my Suikoden 2. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you have your Suikoden 2 on your PS3, you, what if you want to play it on your PSP? You can you, still do that yeah, now. Well, yeah, but you got to yeah. do it remotely. Right. You know, or have a, you know, have it digitally stored on your, di- yeah. on your hard drive. Though, so. Well... I think we've had a good discussion there. Way to go on that. Your best of show. <laughs> nah, I mean, it shows the division in this thing. Yeah. Mean, there's a huge division in this yeah. PSP Go, and it just proves that. I mean, So how many of us five here are going to buy the PSP Go? 
Three out of the five are. Oh, now, no, not not from not from launch, but I'll probably get yeah. one eventually. When it hits two hundred, I'll probably pick. Okay, up. so how many two fifty? I can get a no. console at or, or within a couple months of launch, you're gonna get it. No, uh, so two of us. So two. I think in the future we'll all have one. Well, yeah, but yeah. So there's only two no. out of three of us, and I know, like I said, from the Twitter feeds, it doesn't seem there was a lot of uh, support for it. I think. You may find the younger generation buying more of it than the older. Yeah. Well, so, generation. do you think it's going to crash and burn? No, I, I don't think it's going to crash and burn at all. I think it's going to be a quick start. It's going to have a lull period after a few months of sales. I'd say it's coming out this fall. I'd say mm-hmm. by next spring you're going to see a, a steady decline and then like a just a period of where it just flats. I it's think it'll flat. sell well in the holidays. I honestly do. I think it's yeah. a big holiday seller. But once it hits spring, you're not going to see a lot of sales for it. Exactly. And then they'll push just it like, again at E3 next year, and then it'll pick back up. It'll pick I'm back gonna, up for well, next holiday, and then well, they'll probably do a price drop the year after that. that. That's the one thing I'm really hoping is that between now and the launch, they're going to hopefully announce, okay, these are the games that is going to come out at launch for yeah. the PSP Go. And hopefully these are... Some big ass titles that's gonna be coming out. Yeah, my thing is, I, I say there may be a price drop within eighteen months to two years, but the fucking PS3 needs a price drop right now, and they still yeah, won't no fucking fear. do it. So we nobody knows with Sony. Sony is very. I still very... think they have the PS3 slim, and I think June 9th. I don't just that's the rumor date. June 9th. We're I don't know see something happen. I don't so know. Tuesday. Sony came flat out. Yes. Sony came out and. Flat out denied it though. Yeah. And normally, yeah. if they're doing that, something, and they they'll be no like, comment. "There's yeah. no comment." So it makes me wonder if this is just one of those knockoffs from China, like the the Wii knockoff they had. But it was the same. It was the same leak as the PSP Go, which turned out to be true. Yeah, but like I said, Sony said we can't comment on rumors. This time they said no. There is no PS3 Slim. There's a big uh, difference I between think, we don't comment on rumors and right. like no we there's nothing like that because uh, so, they flat out denied that. Working at a GameStop, I know people are gonna come in, buy the PSP Go for their kids, ask, "I'd like to buy some games." And I'm like, "Well, just get on the PSN." And then they're gonna be like, "That's well, what, what I worry mean? about." That's why I said it's not gonna be a system for and, kids. And then they're gonna see. That it costs one sixty nine ninety nine, and they can get a whole smatter of games that we already have on disc. Uh, no, I, to- so I, I, ca- I agree with that. It's gonna, it's not gonna be for parent, parents buying for kids. That's why I said the you're gonna have the younger generation. I don't mean um, younger generation as in like the 10, 12 year olds. Right. I'm talking about the people right at eighteen, nineteen now. Right. That, are, that are now starting to spend their own money on games. Those are, that's the generation you're going to see us. Exactly. Yeah, the, yeah. The you're going to see a lot of us saying, <laughs> no, I want to keep my collection, and I want to know it's sitting on my shelf. But when it, you're also going to see that where parents going, wait, I have to do what? Log on to what? I don't know how to do that. You can't, right. Can you <laughs> sign up for PSN if you're under 13? No. 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 You can't yeah. do it. You can, but there's no real way to block it. You just put in a fake it. date and you're on. Yeah. Well, so. yeah, but the point is still valid that you're technically yeah. not supposed to sign up for it unless because you don't need a credit card. You just buy the point cards and you're right. Yeah, but you know sure. who they're really marketing this to is the young professionals, the people who are just out of college, have a lot of you know money just sitting. You know, they have a lot of disposable income. 
you know, these are the people that they're that they're really selling the PSP Go to. Yeah. Well, now how are they going to stop kids from downloading M-rated games? If you can put in that's going to be an interesting. That's going to be an interesting. The ESRB is going to have a field day with it. Uh, it won't be the ESRB. It's going to be somebody like a Jack Thompson saying, "Well, how come they're buying all these games?" They might actually have uh, go about limiting uh, downloading mature-rated games to people who are only paying by credit card or whatever, because that at least guarantees they're about it. Or yeah, put in a you, you know, or force force um, that particular person to actually when you sign up to PSN that you have to put in the credit card. That's yeah, they not they don't charge you anything. They just. They just it's, it's, confirm it's, it's, it's that you're 18. It'll be yeah. one of those, we're going to charge your card like a dollar. Yeah. Just yeah. to confirm that it. this is a, yeah. Yeah. All right, well. I, I just have one quick thing about the PSP, the PS3 price job. I will buy a PS3 when it drops another $100. Until that happens, I'm not buying anything. Well, do you have a PS3? Or, no, no. Do you have a PS3? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I got a launch one. So. I, I honestly think that the people that want a PS3 hardcore have it now. Sony's gonna wait until Final Fantasy 13 and God of War come out. And after all that is said and done, then they'll be like, well, now that everybody bought the PS3 at the high price so they could get God of War 3 and Final Fantasy 13, now we're gonna drop the price. I hope they don't put a God I of honest, War bundle together. I honestly. I'll be screwed. <laughs> I guarantee you that's like what they do. Limited edition. Yeah, if it's PS3 like a red with blood splatters all over. Did they already announce a FF13 bundle? No, or is that no, Japan, Japan only? That's Japan only. That's Japan only. Okay. Yeah, Japan gets also, all the good shit. But you like, can import that shit. Asperia, yeah, special 360. Like, like, seven hundred bucks on it. Yeah, they. Well, well, they but there are some fanboys that will. Well, he yeah. tried to buy it. Yeah, yeah. I tried oh, you did. Oh, <laughs> nice fanboy right here. Yeah, everybody's like looking at Ben like he tried to buy it. <laughs> I don't blame him. I mean, it looked nice. It looks really nice. It's yeah. got the and it's got the cloud logo on. I want to say something. This Rebel FM meetup is killing me. My phone's been going off every like five minutes because people are. Well, they're they're really, back they're, when shouldn't they have started by now? Yeah, but that, hey, that's right gonna now. be our opening yeah. theme. Is that song right there? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, why won't they let you import it? Oh no, because um, <laughs> no, because I, I, I signed, I signed up, and I signed up, and everything. All right. Well, while they're me. talking over there, we're just gonna. You guys keep talking because we got to end this. It's been going on past an hour. Um. So we want to thank you guys for listening. This has been our E three. Um, I was planning on originally doing an E3 wrap up We've kind of went over the best and worst of the show here So I think we're going to take a week off To focus on getting the articles done and everything And We'll be back the next um, Weekend which will be what There's a table there What's today by the way Today's like the 4th So it's the 4th 6th, 7th, the 14th I guess we'll be back Yeah it's the 14th so It'll be the day before my 30th so Party. Yeah, I'll be drunk as hell on that podcast because I'm not going to work on the 15th. So, <laughs> okay, but anyway, you'll wait till you hear that one. Um, so we'll be back on the 14th. We thank you all. Just keep checking aggregamer.com. We're gonna have articles going up through Sunday. Hopefully, we'll have them all done by then. Uh, I, I make the assumption that there will be articles continue on aggregamer.com past Sunday. E3 Beyond Sunday There will continue to be yeah. E3 articles Will be up by Should be all finished by Sunday So we thank you all for listening We had a great time at E3 
But we are ready to catch some fucking sleep. Because we are all exhausted. So we will catch y'all later and we are out. Peace. Peace. Later. Peace.